0: hey guys it's maya and i just wanted to jump on here and promote my takes instagram really quick because we're doing a lot of fun things i'm doing more posts more stories and i also have to say i've started a new series called the bottom shelf and it's video reviews igtv video reviews and i think they're super fun and they're all on the instagram so go follow my take on social media and specifically on instagram at underscore my take So, we have reached 2023, which means, of course, it is time for my 2022 My Take Year in Review. And this is my third My Take Year in Review, which is kind of crazy to think about. Like, I I don't know. My podcast turns three in March, but March feels so far away, it feels like it's still a two-year-old, you know? And so, it's, like, weird to think about. This is the third time I'm reflecting on, like my year and the my take process and stuff and like I don't know it's just crazy to think this is the third time I'm doing this but I'm super excited 2022 was definitely the year of learning that my take and myself are not perfect but I don't need it to be perfect because my life is better with my take in it whether it's perfect or not it's better with it in it as opposed to like me rebelling against it and not wanting to do anything because I can't make it perfect so It was definitely, like, a learning curve. It was the year my take turned two, and I freaked out about having a toddler, and I was, like, having all these thoughts. I was like, what if I had had a kid when I started my take? Like, my kid would be two, and oh my god, what's happening? And I was just having this major holy shit moment about it. So, you can ask any of my friends because they will all testify to that. I was talking about that for, like, the entire month of March, but it is the year... I was probably the least consistent with my take but also the most thankful for my take in my life because that like lack of consistency and again that like learning that it didn't have to be perfect like really made me thankful for it and it's the year that we all kind of really started getting back into quote-unquote normal life and so I started learning how to balance like this project and this podcast which was my pandemic project with like normal life which was weird and definitely a learning curve but I really enjoyed it, and so I am very happy to be looking back on my take in 2022. Books, TV, music, and movies, all things that make a big impact on everyone. I'm constantly gushing about my latest read to anyone who will listen, so I figured I'd turn my rambling into something coherent that people will actually listen to, which means no tuning out halfway through. I'm Maya Ghosh, and this is My take. As always with a year in review episode, we are going to start with some facts and figures about my take in 2022. I like to joke that this is sponsored by Spotify Wrapped because if Spotify Wrapped didn't give me a lot of like numbers and figures and how many minutes of content I created and stuff, I wouldn't think to like go analyze it and figure it out because I like, not that I don't care that much, I just like wouldn't think to put that much effort into it. And this year, I actually forgot that Spotify wrapped was happening. Like, people were talking about their Spotify wrapped and I was like, oh, let me see my Spotify wrapped because, like, personally, last year I didn't have a Spotify premium and so it was kind of a joke that, like, oh, who's gonna be my top artist? It never, like, really is my top artist on Spotify, but then I was like, oh, yeah, I get a Spotify wrapped for my take and so I was, like, clicking through it. I'm pretty sure I was clicking through it in class, but it was really cool. I created over 1,034 minutes of new content, which is still crazy to think about. That is 17 hours and a quarter of new content. It's my lowest total of the three years that I've been doing this, but also I was my least consistent, so, like, I don't even care. It's also still crazy that in the year that I consider to be the most, like, not failure-ish, but, like, I produced less content this year than I did the last two years, and I struggled with being consistent. I, like, missed a bunch of Monday deadlines and stuff, right? Like, I only released 44 episodes. I was supposed to, like, even last year, being it, back in school in person, I released 80, so it's, like, half that, but it's still over 17 hours of content that I've released, and that's just, like, talking into a microphone. That's not, like, editing time, and that's not, like, social media campaigns and stuff, so very, very crazy. My top country was Germany, which was interesting because I don't know a lot of people, if anybody, in Germany, so that was cool to see. I thought my top was going to be the U.S., and I was like, oh, there'll probably be some European countries in there, but Germany was my top country, at least on Spotify, so that was cool. My listener personality, which this was the cutest thing Spotify wrapped it, I loved it. And my listener personality was the devotees. So they're, like, very devoted to their favorite podcast and, like, always listen when a new episode comes out. And I was so touched by that because my take, like, it really is, hey, what am I reading right now? What am I listening to right now? Like, what do I want to talk about? And I just, like, throw it out there into the world. And so I get that it's hard for people to, like, be consistent with listening to it, especially if you haven't read the book or seen the show that I'm talking about. So, the fact that my listener personality was the devotee, like, really warmed my heart. And then, the craziest stat to me is that I am a top 10 podcast for 252 people, a top 5 podcast for 162 people, and a top 1 podcast for 44 people, which is insane. Like, There are so many fucking podcasts out there I don't think you guys understand. I think I was really going through it and it really hit me how many podcasts there are during the World Cup because I subscribed to like five different soccer podcasts and all of them were doing near daily coverage for the World Cup so I was like oh my god there are so many podcasts but to be in the top 10 for 252 people just on Spotify is insane and then to have 44 people who like I am their favorite podcast like it's so weird because I don't interact with, like, quote-unquote fans in any way. Like, I I talk into my microphone and, like, I post on social media and stuff and, like, I have a community on Bookstagram, but, like, it's not like I have people coming up to me being like, oh my god, are you the person from my take or whatever? So, it's, like, weird to then think about how detached I am for this and how, like, I... I like have people that like care about my opinion and what I have to say and like what I'm reading and stuff and like I think that was really hit home for me this year was the first year somebody made me fan art it was this really 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 cool like pink little picture and it said my take and it had a book and stuff and I remember texting my friends and I was like freaking out I was like you guys someone made me fan art oh my god oh my god oh my god so like definitely a year of like growth and also a year of, like, really realizing, like, people out there kind of care. It's crazy. And those are all my Spotify facts and figures, and then I have, like, my little facts and figures that I like to do. So, the longest episode I released this year was The Wild Season 2 featuring Emmy and Marissa, and that was 45 Minutes long, and I think The Wild season one was my longest episode last year, so if The Wilds was getting a season three, it would probably be my longest episode next year, but that's karma for not moving the plot forward in season two. My shortest episode was Normal People at 18 minutes. My episode with the most plays just from what was released this year was Ugly Love at 153, and then Book Lovers came in at second with 90. Like I said, released- uh, 44 episodes, my most played month was January with 870 plays, and then overall statistics, uh, for the past two years, My Dark Vanessa has been my most played overall episode, but now A Good Girl's Guide to Murder has taken over that and is now the new most played episode, and My Dark Vanessa is in second, which I found real interesting because that has been, like, such a constant, and now to see it change like that is really interesting, but also, like, I love A Good Girl's Guide to Murder so much, so, like, I'm, Super happy for that episode, too. Weirdly, I don't know. Okay, moving on. So, another thing that we always do with my take year in reviews is I pick a monthly favorite episode. And usually in the past, this has been really, really hard for me because I released anywhere between one and three episodes a week from 2020 and 2021, depending on like in 2020, I released like three a week for a while, and then 2021, I released two, and then I dropped it down to one, so, like, I had a lot more content to pick from. I only released 44 episodes this year, not even one every week of the year, and so it was definitely a little easier for me to pick favorites. I think also, like, with me releasing less content and doing it just on a, like, one-a-week schedule, the, like, random other books and filler episodes that I would throw in to meet, like, a two or three times a week schedule kind of fell away, and so, I think overall, I've honed in more on, like, putting more focus into, okay, what is a book I'm going to read for podcasting versus what is a book I'm just going to read for the sake of reading it and, like, what works well in the podcast and what doesn't and, you know, kind of thinking through that more. So, I think it's a sign of growth that my monthly faves became a little easier to pick. It was a little sad because, like, I did enjoy some of the struggle, but also I, like, there was pretty much a very clear favorite for every month. So, January, it was the Starcross Sisters of Tuscany. It would have competition if my my take year in review counted, but I don't really count that in this because that's, like, a yearly thing that I always do, and I feel like it would always take the cake in January if I, like, let it count. So, Starcross Sisters of Tuscany. Loved that book. Such an amazing time reading it. I'm pretty sure I read it over winter break last year. No, I was reading it, at school because I remember posting from my dorm room balcony and then the author was like, oh, enjoy your time on the balcony with the Fontania sisters. So, I don't remember when it was reading. It might have been like the last post in do- January, but it wins for January. Finley Donovan Knocks Him Dead wins for February. I have a feeling the third Finley Donovan book will be up there in February as well because That is coming out pretty soon, I think, so I'm excited to read that, but we love a Finley book. I also really love the social picture I took for that, and I did some cool, like, one of my reels was um, the, like, it's all coming back to me now. That trend was happening during when I was reading Finlay Donovan "Noxum dead, and so I did, like, a fun little reel to that, so I enjoyed that. March was Mom Jeans and Other Mistakes, which I know for sure I read in January last year, but I didn't post the episode until March, and I think, I don't know why I waited until March, but that book has my whole heart and soul. I love that book so much. I read it so quickly, and it was so good, and I want to reread it because I loved it so much, but my physical TBR is so freaking long that I can't afford to be rereading books right now, but that was a very easy decision. April is our first, like, oh, we have two. Sweet Magnolia season two because i love the sweet magnolia series i know it's cliche and a southern rom-com dramedy thing but like those are my guilty pleasure i loved them so it was fun it was also fun because emmy also watches sweet magnolias and so we were both in school together at that time and so like we were talking about episodes and stuff or it was dear justice because that was the start of the like nick stone phase was me reading no the nick stone phase started earlier but i love nick stone's books and i really like was super happy to fall into her world and like read a bunch of books by her and stuff so love dear justice may was book lovers uh i don't really think that needs an explanation it's the new emily henry i cannot wait for the next new emily henry though it's coming out in hardcover and knowing me i'm gonna cave and buy it but that means of my emily henry adult romances Three are going to be paperback and one is going to be hardcover, which is not okay. It also is going to be more expensive in hardcover, which is also not okay. But obviously, book lovers have to have it. In June, we have another tie. It's between the book, Does My Body Offend You?, which I loved that book. And I loved the social post I created for it. And I loved the reflections I had and just like thinking through it. And like it was a book I randomly grabbed at Target. Never heard of it before. And just fell in love with it and those are always kind of the best books like there's a book I'm reading right now which I don't know if it's going to be a podcast episode or just like a books to post review or whatever but it's called aftercare instructions and it's another thing like I'd never heard of it grabbed it off the shelves it recycled and I'm falling in love with it so there is always something special about finding a book like that so that's why does my body offend you has like special place in my heart and then also the wild season too because that was the first episode where I got Marissa and Emmy on as guests, and we're all hanging out on a Zoom and recording and stuff, and it was super fun, and, like, they had individually been guests on other episodes before, but then to have them together was really fun, and so I really enjoyed that, and, like, the process of recording and editing when I have at least one guest but sometimes two is so much more fun and, like, enjoyable, so... Those episodes always hold a special place in my heart. July, toss-up between Only When It's Us and Something Wilder, both amazing rom-coms, both super fun books, both very summery books, like, I'm glad I read them. I read Something Wilder in, like, a day and a half, I think. It's batshit crazy in the best way, like, and Only When It's Us. I love the Bergman Brothers. I've still only read the first two of that series. I really need to get into it, but I've read the first two, so we're making progress. With the Berkmans, but I love those books. Like I was saying about guest episodes in August, my favorite was The Shadows Between Us, which was my Marissa and Paris book club pick of the year, I guess. For those of you who don't know, basically back in 2021, I was hanging out with a couple friends, Marissa and Paris included, and I was talking to them about lore And they both love Alexandra Bracken because they love the Darkest Minds trilogy. And so I was like, you guys should read this book and then you guys can be like my first ever podcast guests. and like, we can all do it together. You can come to my house, record, whatever. So I was in Target with Paris and she picked up The Shadows Between Us. And then I was like, ooh, that sounds interesting. So I picked it up. And then I sent a text to Marissa and I was like, you're buying this book. We're reading it. It's gonna be a podcast episode. Now the book itself was not like my favorite thing in the world, but those experiences of like doing the friends book club thing are so much fun and I really need to organize another one to happen in 2023 with those two. So, that hands down takes the cake. September, my favorite was The Hookup Plan. Again, this was not a book that like I absolutely loved and adored. I mean, I did in parts and I didn't in parts, but The Hookup Plan was the last in the Boyfriend Project series, and I read the first one in 2020 when it came out and did an episode on it. I read the second one in 2021 when it came out, and so the third one coming out in 2022, like, and it being the end of the series and, like, the last time I'm doing, like, a review of that series on the podcast was pretty special. Also pretty weird that my podcast has been around long enough to follow an entire trilogy of books coming out, but there was that. October was a holly jolly Diwali. Gotta love a good Indian rom com. November was the woman in the window, woman in the window, batshit fucking crazy book. And then December was a very merry bromance because how can I pick anything other than a new bromance book club book for December? So those are my monthly favorites. Like I said, it was a lot easier to pick them this time around. And so now I just have a couple like random little tidbits we're going to get into. So, the first being 2022 was the year I started a newsletter. I almost completely forgot about this when I was writing up my year in review plan. 2023, new year, new me. I have a plan for an episode again. Um, No, new year, new me is bullshit. I just am on break and finally have time to breathe, so I was able to, like, plan this episode and also This episode does not happen without a plan because there's no way I pull all those statistics out of my ass. So, I have a plan for an episode finally, but I did almost forget that I started a newsletter. It's been so fun. It's been a little chaotic because I definitely do forget that I'm doing a newsletter and forget that I have to send it out, but it's such a fun way to like get back in touch with writing a little bit and just like offer another perspective into like what's going on in my life and like you know, what's happening right now and thoughts that I'm having and stuff, and so I started a newsletter. Also, carrying off of the newsletter, I started blogging this year, which has been very fun. It's another, like, really nice creative outlet and release, and, like, I think it takes kind of some of the aspect of the newsletter and, like, allows me more space to, like, be creative and stuff, because the newsletter, like, I'm just like, hey, this is what's going on in my life right now, or this is what's coming up with my take or whatever, whereas with the blog, it's really just, like, anything that I want to do. And so that's been very fun. I've only posted, I think, like three things, but I'm gonna try to get into it more. And like as I find myself like the more that I like write and think about the blog, the more I find myself like picking up my phone and writing like a little reflection for five minutes on something as opposed to just like scrolling. So hopefully I'll get to post more on my blog in 2023. I recently updated the my take website a little bit. I organized my episodes page, so I can't, I'm like pretty sure I started the website in 2021, like fairly sure. However, if I'm not, then I started the my take website in 2022, but I'm pretty sure that's not true. But I updated it this year after thinking that I have to update it for basically this entire semester. Um, so, If you want to see any of those things, just look in the show notes or the episode description or whatever because I always have a link to my website and then from my website, you can find the newsletter, you can find the blog post, you can find basically anything you need to find. It's on the website. And then there's Bookstagram. I continue to be overworked by Bookstagram and I probably posted the least this year compared to other years, but... I still absolutely love bookstagram I adore all the friends and the community that I've made on there in 2020 I think I said I wanted to hire a social media manager and that is still true because it is still a lot because I am not a very like social media-esque person like I don't spend my days scrolling through TikTok so I'm not like oh yeah I'm on Instagram anyways I'll post this thing I'm like oh I took this picture so I need to plan it so I can remember to post it So I would like to have somebody figure that out a little bit more for me. Marissa joked about being my TikTok manager, so maybe I'll loop her in a little bit more. But I love Bookstagram. I'm so thankful for Bookstagram. It is the place where, like, I started to think about my podcast being a bigger thing than it was. Like, I really, like, from putting effort into Bookstagram was like, okay, well, why don't I make a website? And why don't I redo my logo? And why don't I do this and this and that? So I love and adore Bookstagram. I am never leaving Bookstagram. I will continue to complain about needing a social media manager until I either get one or retire from podcasting. So finally, our last little new section um, is I'm starting like a goals for 2023 section with my tag. And so my goals are to appreciate my podcast as a creative outlet and make sure I dedicate the appropriate time to it. Like I've said, this year was all about balance and reflecting and learning that I'm not perfect and missing deadlines and stuff. And so... In and amongst all of that, I do realize that my life is better with my take, it. it's the same way that, like, when you don't work out, you don't feel like working out, so then you don't work out, and then it's kind of this vicious cycle, whereas if you, like, just got your ass up and went on a walk, you would feel better, and so then you're more likely to work out, like, that kind of thing. Like, when I fall off the train of, like, oh, I posted, like, only once this week or whatever, like, I haven't recorded and it's a Sunday morning. I get really stressed out, whereas I think I just need to see it as, like, hey, this is good for me, and so, like, take the 30 minutes to record in the middle of the week and stuff, and, like, it's better that I'm doing my take and, like, taking 30 minutes away from something else than it is for me to be, like, overstressed and overtired for school and then also be hard on myself for, like, not having done a my take thing, but also at the same time, I need to learn to be okay taking breaks. Like, I end up having, like, okay, you know, one episode missing here, one episode missing there, because I can't, like, tell myself to just take, like, a month off or take, like, a little bit of a break, so maybe I need to, like, organize or plan a break for myself at some point. I want to put more effort into blogging. Like I said, it's a really fun creative outlet for me, and I think it's a really cool way to, like, keep in touch with my writing side, too, so put more effort into blogging and then also continue to create kick-ass content because I think I do and I, I as much as like I complain sometimes it's so fun making reels and it's so fun like every so often just scrolling back through my Instagram account and like seeing all the fun things I did. So I want to get back into that and doing that especially while I have time right now. So yeah To wrap up this episode, obviously, I need to save the best for last, and that is a huge, huge, huge thank you to every single one of my listeners, my Instagram followers, people who read my blog, subscribe to my newsletter, all of my friends and family in my life who listen to me incessantly bramble and stuff about my podcast, Marissa, who listens to me complain about all my freaking podcast stuff and has to sit quietly in her room when I've forgotten to record a podcast when she's in class and so I'm like you need to sit because I need to record (laughs) um basically everybody that has supported me along this journey like this podcast would not be what it is without you guys like obviously I love and enjoy it for like the intrinsic benefits it gives me but every so often stopping to realize like I have over 900 Instagram followers and I am a top podcast for 44 people and stuff and like I've spent the last three years like really dedicating myself to this and like just realizing and recognizing like that there are people on the other side and there are people that support me like it's so cool and it like makes the entire thing worth it and I literally feel myself getting emotional right now and need to stop before I start freaking crying but yeah thank you guys to everybody who supported me in any way I love it so much I love you guys so much I'm so excited to be going into 2023 I will still probably forget to make episode plans, and I will still probably start editing at 9 p.m., but I am excited about where my take is going and really, really think I can learn and grow from the year that I had in 2022. So, yeah, I have my gosh and this has been my take on my takes 2022. I forgot how I say that. <laughs> oh, thanks for listening. So we're kind of a one-woman show here at My Take, so the credits are not going to be very long. This podcast is produced and edited um, by me. I do all of my own social media. The only person I really have to thank is one of my great friends, Paris, who did the music that is in the intro and that you're listening to now. So thank you, Paris, and thank you all for listening. You can reach me at underscore My Take on Twitter and Instagram. And please leave a rate or review wherever you listen to this podcast. That helps a ton. So yeah, thanks for listening.